Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. You gotta calm down. That apparently was that moment where the world ended up being shocked that Bill Belichick is a human being. I was uh, surprised somewhat at those who can't believe that Bill Belichick goes to concerts, uh, especially ones that are at the stadium where he works. I was I, very surprised to see him at Taylor Swift. Well, I, I got somebody had sent me a photo of him leaving the concert. And I was surprised because I've been in press conferences where he said before, I'm not really a big concert person. Well, you know, I'll take I've seen uh, Bon Jovi or I've seen Bruce Springsteen. I never in my wildest dreams, pun intended, would have thought that Bill Belichick was at Taylor Swift. Yeah, I mean, but it's, you know, you don't know every single thing about every person who is well known. He's just like us, you know, Bill and I, (laughs) simpatico. Yes, 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 you are. Yes, yes. No, we we certainly don't know everything about all of the people that we see on TV. That is is probably where we should start. Razor uh, Razor is here filling in for Wiggy and uh, doing that before he gets back. Speaking of TV, before he gets back to work at Nesson covering the Bruins, which is when is it? You you got to go back to work soon. Training camp September twentieth opens up. Yeah. So what we got twenty thirty days. And what's the? Of course, last year uh, the NHL world bid farewell to Dale Arnold. What is? Uh, well, is Sophia going to get a little extra uh, time in that seat? Sophia is the best. She so is the best. She, she should she should have that really job. Good. Full-time. She'll be awesome at that. Yeah. Um, I don't. I haven't seen any schedules. I think we're still working through that as the season comes up. But yeah, Soph, Soph's awesome. Adam Pellerin's awesome. So yeah. it'll be a different mix at Nesson. It'll be a much different mix on yeah. the ice. That's for sure. And it, uh, it's you'll, gonna... you'll, are you going to be rink? side i'll do i uh, that's i think i'll be doing some of that as well yeah. doing the interviews and, and you need an, if, uh, chirping in if and you need any help post-game. with uh when it comes to pronouncing uh any of our uh local uh cities or anything like that let me <laughs> it's let charlestown me. i know that but i think what I, it was my the way i said it quickly yeah. charleston i know it's all right yes charleston <laughs> we all miss canadian thing i think it is the maybe canadian a little thing. bit yeah the, 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 the people of charlestown I, were not happy with you and I you don't want to you don't want to upset them i might one of my favorite people in the world is Mr. Grizz, who I see every day down in the rink. He had no problem with it. He gave me a bit of a hard time because of you bringing it up. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, you know, he's the mayor over there, so I'm yeah. good. Okay, yeah. all right, you're good. Yeah. All right. 
What so what are you we talked a little bit about this with you yesterday and it's early obviously, but what's your expectation for this Bruins team? They're still post, a playoff post team. Bergeron. It, it, it's by not, the way, uh I don't I don't I can't say this yet. But oh. I, I think I got I think I got a really good guest for next week, Jimmy Fund. Uh, but I won't say it until I have it an exact time. But go anyway, right, go good. Yeah. I'm sure that <laughs> yes. guest will be awesome. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> but what anyway, what were you saying? Uh I forget. No, they'll be uh, good. They'll be good still. Um you look at you compare the roster to two years ago when David Krejci went back to Europe. They made it to the eight seed. The team's better now than what it was then. So uh, the Eastern Conference tough though, and and they're not going to. I think their their biggest challenge next season will be losing games and and having people the expectation. Even though it's, I don't think anyone really believes that they're going to win games like they did last season. I, it still lingers, and people forget that you can lose three or four or five games in a row in the National Hockey League, and that's pretty normal. Yeah. But they haven't seen it for 18, 19 months. So I think the fan base is going to have a little bit of a, a, a getting used to normalcy again after last season. Those guys, Brad Marchand and others, all said that that was not a big deal for them, that albatross hanging over there. Where does the albatross hang? Over your head or your neck? In, around in, your in, neck. Around your neck. Does the out? Al- no, I don't know if the yes, album from the rhyme of the ancient mariner, the the poem. Oh, it, yeah, you're not messing with <laughs> so that. Shimey. Don't have to Google that. Wow. Shime is I, he's sneaky good when it comes to literature and other. Uh, and I other... was an English major in college. So oh, that oh would well, help. excuse oh. me. Uh, did you? You're not putting that to work for you. Well, I guess you are. So uh, you're yeah, using the English, of, not really. English language on this show. Not um, well. But they all said that wasn't a big deal. Do you think now, with with hindsight, that it actually was a bad thing setting that record and uh, and and I, being the best team in the NHL ever regular season? I don't think it's just that. I don't. No, the record's fine with me. I think you want that record. I think what happens in in all the president's trophy thing is a thing in the National Hockey League. I think having the target on your back right out of the gates puts more pressure on you. Even when you're up three to one with the game coming back at home, you yeah. feel so much pressure in that game to win that and. And when you don't, it unravels the way it did for them last season. So, also, I, does it also work in the favor of whoever you get in the yes. first round? Yes, absolutely. So Be- it was in Florida's favor because everybody's like, "No way, you're going to beat them." This is the best team ever, correct? Uh, arguably, and then that gets you that gets you fired up. And and it. hockey's a game; it's a, such a game of inches. It, it truly is. It's not like basketball where the best player can take over in the last five minutes it, it, it can go either way at any point and and yes that that pressure not being on you is just as much of a boost as is the detriment of having the pressure what do we got i can't tell if this text is legit or not on the subaru of new england text line another fun fact about bill he does needlepoint he made a he made a live love laugh table runner for a friend. There's no way. There is no way. Fantastic text. Yep. Live love Fanta- laugh. Can you imagine if he does? Maybe he does that to calm down. Yeah, a lot of people needle. say big that it's very guy. calming. Yeah, he's a big crochet guy. Making I would like scarves to learn. for all his kids. What? I'd like to learn how to needlepoint. Make a belt be, for Santo. Be, it's got to be the most boring thing ever. No, it's a you know it's an accomplishment. People, it, it takes people. Years to make an Afghan or something like that. Like, I, how do you, I, I, to really? make like a belt, I think it would be really cool because you can design it and yeah. then, you know, you put the effort in, you send it away for it to be made into the actual belt, but it's your work. Mm. 
I don't think you have to learn it. I mean, it's just basically like... You oh, no, you have it. to learn it. There's a yeah. technique. How hard could it be? You thread the needle through the thing and pull it. That's my thing. Like, you could you could get good at something that's really skillful rather than just wasting your time doing this. Yeah. Same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, but it's calming. Everybody says, you know, if you're having a stressful day, get yourself a glass of wine and needle point. When are, but when are I you think not, it's the wine that's relaxing, <laughs> yeah. by the way, not the needle not, point. Also, when are you not having a stressful day? Oh, like, yeah. Every, I mean, every, I live every, in a constant state of stress. <laughs> you do. We're working on it. Uh, you're working wine on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I, I think the, uh, the good thing for them uh, ends up being that the expectation is probably lessened a little. Yeah. Because you lost Bergeron and you lost Krejci. So. And I think there's a lot of motivation in that with the guys that are still there. The Brad Marchands, the Pasternak's, the McAvoy's. They certainly recognize that Bergeron and Krejci aren't there, that now it's their team. Now they can prove that they're going to continue that culture in the winning way. So it's, it's just going to be a really interesting hockey season. I'm looking forward to it for all of the... The, the things that haven't happened here in a long time. And my thing is, whenever anybody talks about, you know, the, the record that they had last season and how it it actually screwed them in the end, well, what would you have liked them to do? Lose games on purpose? It's like, if you're playing well, if ever if you have all cylinders firing at the same time, if, if you've got lightning in a bottle, whatever you want to say... What, what are you supposed to do? Just put an end to it because you don't want to have some type of jinx at the end? Well, a million percent. They got so close to it, you had to close out the record. And also, they were up 3-1 to one in overtime at home in Game 5. They had a power play with three and a half minutes left in Game 5 at home in a tie game. Brad Marchand had a breakaway with two seconds left in Game 5 with a 3-1. Like It wasn't because of the record. It wasn't like they went into the playoffs and lost four straight and they got bounced and they couldn't handle it. They were up 3-1. to one in overtime at home in the series. It was what happened in the backside of the series that I don't think had anything to do with the record. I'm fascinated, though, about uh, when it comes to the option for both goaltenders and what Jim Montgomery's going to do because I I wonder if he learned a little bit of a lesson. Yes, Um, and you you, you you know you'll see a rotation. You know you'll see it. No, I don't know. I'm fascinated as well. Why I said yes is I'm fascinated as well to see how that'll play out. They're two of the top minimum 13 goalies in the National Hockey League on one team. And we saw the rotation all the way through, and then they went with a guy. So what happens game two of the Stanley Cup playoffs next season? I'm fat, We can dial that up to a conversation right here on April 17th, 2024, in game two. Who's playing? Yeah. That, like if, that, if we get to that point, both goalies are still on the team. That's going to be a big story. And, and will, it, will last year's results change that that narrative i i don't know and and that's again that's the interesting part of the season for me but you were you if i remember correctly were on this station after saying that you thought he did a pretty good job from a coaching perspective i did yeah well absolutely he came in and and he his voice his the the way he handled the locker room was was necessary and needed and that's why they and and i was completely he never, fine he never yelled in it w- w- yes of course that yeah Cassidy never was a big yeller. yeah the big meanie right yeah, yeah, yeah big, boy, meanie. big meanie yes yeah. that that how narrative that how did that work out for him well he, he did win a stanley cup with a very good hockey team with a bunch of really good players that um yeah yes i i know i I see the narrative, but it's not true. That's not why he won because he yells at players. That's not why they it's won not? the Stanley Cup. No, it's not. It's it's because he 
gave he's a really really good hockey coach on a team that needed some structure and he went in and provided that structure and that defense and that culture uh similar to how the Bruins needed to get a little bit different offensive look and that's why they won 700 games last season. But didn't seem to be any of those guys whining about it though. No, well maybe we'll wait 6 years with the same voice. That's all. It, it, he was here for 6 years. So that's 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 the difference. It's not like he was here for a year and they said, "Oh, we can't handle this." It, and there's no other than Bill Belichick, there isn't coaches in the professional sports world that last anywhere for six years. So it's it's more uh, uh, you need to change things up. And I would, even though he won a Stanley Cup in Las Vegas, I don't, uh, you know, if he's there six, seven years, that'll surprise me. Did you get, because uh, it ends up being a topic on the show from time to time, when Bill answered the question yesterday essentially about uh, the difference, the Matt Light question about the difference in players, did you get from him that he's dealing with players differently, or I did? Oh yeah, yeah a million percent. Yes, and, and he talked about it even even when we talked about Curtis and Wiggy not being in, you need to give rest, and he did that thing. You yeah. need to be prepared. You know, like yeah. I don't think anybody rested in pro sports in two thousand. I know I never had any days off back then. It was every day, and it was for yeah. Bill. He was doing two a days, and uh, yeah. The, the what way happened to the, like, his what original happened? his original thought on football when he came into the NFL and what he was in the Giants and the like it was two days and it was beat your brains in yeah what happened to no days off yeah. he's changed that that's that's obviously been changed he's changed that thought process completely I don't get it at all that the game has passed him by by any means or or it, young it, people right. or anything else yeah. you don't you didn't no. get that at all no. He's adjusted to the players. Yes, I think he's adjusted to the player. Now I think it's a different conversation to say, do the players still have that uh, n- that scared energy about Bill Belichick? Are they still scared of him because of it's Bill Belichick and he's bigger than life? Yeah, that might that may have changed. I don't think players look at, oh, all of these Super Bowls you've had years ago, they're more worried about what can you do for me right now. That's the difference. I don't think it's Bill and the way he coaches and not being able to uh, relate to players. It's the respect thing from the players towards the coach. Well, that's well, well, it's it's different for the game's different. Uh, the rules are different. Practice and the the way the way things are organized, the opportunities to practice and the types of practice and all those have all changed. But they're the same for all the teams. So you know, we all adapted our lives. I'm sure we're all doing things differently than we did 20 years ago, right? I mean, that's that's yeah. life. So yeah. um, I don't get caught too caught up in what it was or what it wasn't. It's, here's what we have to work with. This is what we have, you know, today, this year, whatever the situation is, and. You know, how do we make the most of it? It is wild, though, when you think about coaching Lawrence Taylor and then coaching today's player and how completely different it is. It, it, it It's wild how different athletes are now and, and what he must think about on a daily basis when he has these conversations with yeah. players and, and the sensitivity that these players have compared to uh, way back in the day, but yeah. but it's it's he said it, and it's across all teams, all sports. It, it, it's just different. Players don't look up and have that same kind of respect for coach. They they do whatever they want. They go on Instagram and um, you know say yeah. whatever they want to say, and they have a brand and a voice. And and that wasn't the case a long time ago. Well, that's probably why he has to focus on doing one thing and one thing only. 
you got to calm down. Right. Yep. You got to calm yeah. down. Yeah. That's why he wears his aura ring. I, I looked at his hand, still wearing it. What? Uh, remember the aura ring that he told oh, us about yeah. for his heart rate and everything else? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Still, still rocking that. All right. Well, if you missed Bill yesterday, uh, he was uh, in a great mood, very forthcoming. Uh, so go, go back and listen to it on the Odyssey app. If you've yet to download the app, it's A-U-D-A-C-Y, and you go back and listen to anything that you may have missed on this show, and you can hear Bill every Monday on this show, along with Boomer Esiason on every Monday throughout the NFL season, and Ty Law, and I'm proud to say Devin McCourty, who uh, is joining this show throughout the NFL season. So uh, Patriots Mondays. We're, at, we're, we're getting into the thick of it. So uh, Patriots Mondays only here at WEI.